So Mark chapter 16. Let's look at the, the, uh, the Great Commission as it's recorded in the gospel according to Mark. Mark chapter 16, it's in two verses, verses 15 and 16. Here's what it says. And Jesus said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Now, it's pretty straightforward there, but here's what he does. Uh, Jesus has in this, and and specifically Mark recording this, um, very similar language, go, starts, both of them start off with go, and we're to go into the world, but Mark emphasizes the method of the Great Commission, which is what? Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel to everyone. So that's our key word. Just as in Matthew, the key word was to make disciples, the key words here are preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. So what does that mean? (laughs) Right? Is the Great Commission just for pastors? Or is the Great Commission for everyone, every believer? Because hear me on this. Then, it, then the question is, what does it mean to preach? If, if the Great Commission is for everybody, and the method of accomplishing the goal of the Great Commission is to make disciples, and that method is to preach the gospel, we have to ask ourselves this question, what does it mean to preach? What does that mean? What does that look like? How do we, how do, we do that? Well, let me give you a definition of what it means to preach. The definition of preaching is such as to proclaim the truth as revealed through Scripture. That's it. To proclaim the truth as revealed in Scripture. That's what it means to preach. Now, there is a secondary definition, uh, more of a secular one, but nonetheless, it, it it is applicable. A secondary definition alludes to the idea of of advocating for a particular belief. Like you're, you're preaching something, you know, you're saying, you know, this is, this is what I believe, and you, and you say it over and over and over, and you're advocating for it. So when we see the word preach here, and we see Mark writing and saying, go into all the world, preach the gospel uh, to everyone, we see that word preach. It is not limited to people who hold the office of pastor. What do I mean by that? If you're a follower of Jesus and the Great Commission is applicable to you and Mark tells us that part of the method of accomplishing the Great Commission is to preach the gospel, most Christians are never going to stand behind a pulpit, right? They're never going to stand behind some podium. They're never going to stand in front on some type of platform and speak to a congregation. Most Christians will never do that. Most people that do that hold the office of pastor. But yet, it's, the Great Commission isn't limited to pastors. So there's something else going on here. There's something going on that's more inclusive of when it comes to this preaching of the gospel, this declaration of the gospel. And it's something that everyone can do. It's something that every believer should do. And here's what I hope to accomplish this morning. If you're a follower of Jesus, I want you to know that there are at least three sermons that you can preach without ever standing behind the podium of a pulpit. 
three sermons that you can preach where you can preach the gospel and never have to worry about standing in front of a crowd, standing on a Sunday morning behind a pulpit, but you can preach these. So let's consider them from the scriptures. Key point number one is this. Your life is a sermon you can preach. Your life. Maybe you never thought of it that way. Maybe you, maybe you think of strictly a sermon being what I'm doing right now. That's something that the preacher does. He delivers a homiletic. He delivers a sermon. He delivers, you know, this, this something uh, that we call preaching from the pulpit. But I want you to consider this. Your life, the way you live life, is preaching a sermon to those who are watching you live. They see the choices that you make. They see the decisions that you're making. They see the places that you go. They see the language that you speak. All of those things combined are your life's preaching a sermon. And those who are near you, those who are in your family, those who are in your inner circle, they're watching the sermon that you're preaching. Because your life is a sermon. Your life is, is to preach the gospel, and your life is preaching some type of sermon. And the question is, what is that sermon preaching? What is it preaching? Now, we talked about this a bit last week with the idea of teaching others to obey. That's a hard concept, isn't it? How do you teach someone to obey? Well, we concluded this, that it's, it's certainly not sitting down and just doing a lecture. I can't just, I just can't gather a group together and say, today's lesson is, is how to obey. <laughs> and everybody's going to walk out of here with a good concept and grasp of uh, an ability to obey. It's more than that. There's something about how do you teach someone to obey that we said is closely aligned with how we live, that we, we learn by observation, that we learn to pray mostly by listening to other people pray. But we hear someone model that. And because they modeled that, we pick up on it, and we have learned to be obedient in our prayer life by listening to someone else, by watching someone else. So it isn't a lecture. It isn't a lesson. It's modeling behavior. The Bible puts it this way. It's found in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. It says, Let your light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. What is that saying? What's Matthew 5, 16 saying? It says your life is preaching a sermon. Your life is preaching a sermon, and you should live in such a way that other people see the life that you're living, and they do what? They glorify God in heaven. People need to see a life that matches what they believe. Consider 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, it says this, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Let me suggest this. People are never going to ask you a reason for the hope that is in you if they don't see the hope that is in you, right? If they don't see that hope, they're never going to come before you and say, hey, 
I just noticed how you deal with that situation or how you, how you live life. Where does, that, where does that attitude come from? Where does that smile come from in the midst of all of this? How do you have that hope? People only ask that question if you're doing what? If your life is preaching that sermon. If your life is preaching the gospel message, then people will say, you know what? I've noticed something. I've noticed something different about you. St. Francis of Assisi, he's often credited for having said, I don't know if he said it or not. Sometimes we have these things like don't believe everything you read on the internet, quote from Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if St. Francis actually ever said this or not. Um, But it is a great quote. And since most people attribute it to St. Francis, I will do the same. But St. Francis is, is known for having said, preach the gospel at all times, and when necessary, use words. Now think about that. Think about that for a moment. Preach the gospel at all times, and when necessary, use words. I can remember, uh, you know, part of you go, well, that's ridiculous. Of course you have to use words. I, I, I want you to get past the ridiculousness of, of saying, well, you have to use words to share the gospel and to, to get to the bigger point that he was making here is that your life is preaching a sermon. Let your light so shine before men that they see the things that you do. They see the life that you live. They see the things that you're doing. And as a result, they glorify God in heaven. First Peter, as they, oh, they see the hope that is in you, and they have to ask about it. Where does this hope come from? Preach the gospel at all times, and when necessary, use words. Maybe you never thought of it. Maybe you never considered that before, but I want you to understand, every single Christian, every single believer, you have a sermon already in your pocket ready to go. It's a sermon called Your Life. And you can preach that sermon as you go. As you go through life. As you go through life, you can let other people know of the hope that is in you. As you go through life, you are preaching a sermon. And other people can find the hope that you have. 